Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yeah. We're embarking on a new book discovery <laughs> this uh, week. Book City. That was a portmanteau of books and odyssey. Oh, wow. What is an odyssey, Tom? It's something Odysseus took. And who is Odysseus? He's an old Greek guy. And what did he do? He went on an odyssey. Nice. Um, and then he came back and I don't know, his, his wife was like, oh, I thought you were dead and moved on or something. And he was like, oh, shucks. Oh, it's like the end of Castaway. Yeah, I think so. Castaway is quite an odyssey as well. I've never seen Castaway. I'm a big Hanks You've never man. seen Castaway? I'm a Hanksman and a, and a Spielbergian. Yeah. And... Well, that wasn't Spielberg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Zemeckis? Yeah. I hate Robert Zemeckis. He has made some fantastic movies. One None of them have like. been... No. Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well. Oh, yeah. Who did frame him? Dr. Yeah, Cartoon? The Doc. his name <laughs> Doctor Cartoon at the end, the judge. Yeah, yeah, that was his name. Okay, Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future, one, two, and three. Yeah, two of those were good. Mm-hmm. Eh, one and a half of those were good. Three of them were great. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, and then uh, Forrest Grump. <laughs> uh, he also did that. Uh, what was Marwan. It? What What lies beneath? Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. You know, he filmed What Lies Beneath when uh, Tom Hanks was losing all <laughs> that weight. Jesus Christ, you bring this up every time Tom <laughs> Hanks is mentioned. You want to you wanna know why I know that? Because I watched some EPK for What Lies Beneath in, <laughs> you know, 1997 or whatever. Yeah, it was like, well, I got QuickTime installed. I better see what these <laughs> EPKs are all about. Yeah, it's nice. Tim, before we get into uh, the discussion of this week's book, I would like to uh, do a book update, a book date. Okay. But about a movie. Uh, I saw Little Women this past weekend. Mm. The movie, the motion picture. After reading Did the you book. Get, you told me that you'd have to get dragged there <laughs> if you were ever going to see it. No. The great thing about seeing Little Women. Oh, one, I, first off, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But one of the great side things was that... Uh, it got all the cats music out of my head and just got stuck in my head. Boo doo 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 doo, little women walking down the street, little women. Little no kind I'd like to meet, little women. Joe and Amy and the gang. That's Beth and Meg. <laughs> What part of Pretty Woman was that that you were saying? When he says mercy. Laurie. Laurie. Mommy. Oh, he should say Marmy instead of mercy. Mommy. Um, oh, I loved it. I thought, I, I like, I, so I saw it right before, I mean, Oscars bullshit. But like the fact that that wasn't up for best picture and best director, it was up for best picture. Yes. No, I don't think so. Is no. it? Maybe. Hmm. It's not for best director. I was floored at how good of an idea it was to remix the story and do the kind of time jumps remix. throughout it. Yeah. Hey, cool. 
Well, like to shuffle. Little up. Women is nominated for Best Picture. Oh, okay. But, um, uh, she's not uh, up for Best Director. Best Director. Is it up for Best Adapted Screenplay? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are that you? The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and The Two Popes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. And walking out of that movie, I've, I've, it's been a while since I've seen a movie where it seemed like the entire theater was like, that was great. Didn't break the mold. It wasn't, uh, you know, like uh mind bending or whatever, but it was very well made. And as somebody that had just read the book to watch it and feel like it was a fresh take while still being very faithful to the source text. Like there were so many lines where I'm like, Oh, this is like direct dialogue lifted from the book. Plagiarism is what I call <laughs> it's it. Not plagiarism. It's in the public domain. You can plagiarize a public domain. Uh, how did you feel about that dang ending? Uh, I liked it more. Seeing feel like it. Greta tried to have it both ways a little bit. I liked it more seeing it than when you described it to me. When you described it to me, I bristled at it. I didn't really like it. Um, you know what? I you know what kind of rubbed me the wrong way about it. What's that? Is that the the rest of it seemed so delightful and. Uh, emotionally authentic. Yeah. And then, and then it was like Greta Gerwig being like, I didn't like the ending of this, so I'm going to kind of like parody the ending a little bit. And it took me out of it yeah, a little too Yeah, it felt much. like a critique on the story. Which is fine because like the way that that it was in conversation with with the, the, the book. But it also like just... Uh, for my experience, mm-hmm. emotionally, I felt less invested because, like, she was like, and now I'm gonna, yeah, it was make like breaking this. the fourth wall, yeah, exactly. Bit. And it was like, ah, but it was so emotionally honest for the rest of, yeah. The- and uh, it got a huge laugh in my theater, and I was like, this is direct fart noise. <laughs> Right in the big no, the it was right Joe's after big speech. I think women are more than you. Went, <laughs> No, it was uh, after the tile card came up and said Little Women, and I went, they look pretty big to me, because it was up on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big laugh. Yeah, people understood that you meant <laughs> the big screen. Yeah, looks like they're 20 feet tall. Um, no, it was... Uh, look at Florence Pugh, she's huge. <laughs> there, I mean, her head alone is 50 <laughs> feet tall. Um, what... <laughs> It must have loved you there. I was the one man in the screening that I went to. Uh, I wasn't the one man, but uh, there was an old man. But I think he had passed. I think he had passed. I think he was left over from a, a previous screening. Oh, he, had, he had died during a matinee and was yeah. still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there were. I mean, there were a lot of women, including these two women next to me, that wouldn't shut the. Fuck up the entire movie, <laughs> and like it was at night. Nighthawk, which you know is like supposed to be very strict about talking, but then they also encourage you to rat people out. Yeah, you should have ratted them out. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, because they're like, hey, just write it on a note and leave it out. But it, <laughs> but I imagine I would have written it on a note. The people next to us keep talking. I would have left it. <laughs> Somebody would come over, read the note, and then immediately said to the women like. You can't talk. We're going to throw you out. And we've been very obvious. that. So what? 
Because I could have just been, you know, a human being and been like, hey, could you keep it down a bit? Yeah, but you've never done that in your life. Yeah, I know. Instead, I wait until I'm at the explosion point where I'm just going to turn and be like, would you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Uh, But they were just like, you know, it's like two middle aged women that were just like, I don't know, just like thinking out loud as they're watching this movie. When when freaking Beth dies, uh, you know what? Yeah. Joe like runs downstairs and Marmy's hysterical crying and then Joe starts crying. She goes, oh, I think she died. (laughs) Yeah, she died. We've been watching her die for the last 20 minutes. The first time she didn't die. Remember how they juxtaposed those scenes? I know, but it was like that made it even more obvious that this time isn't like that time. This time she died. You don't have to say out loud. I think she died. Hmm. Let me tell you, not a dry eye in the house. When Chris Cooper's Mr. Lawrence uh, couldn't go inside. Yeah. Whew. Tough. Tough stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Little Women, five stars out of five. If it's still playing near you, go see it. It was it was great. Yeah. Really loved it. And then you also get to learn how, to, how a book is made. Yes. Oh, I was going to say the, the thing that, that actually did get a huge laugh was when Joe got her hair cut in Midsummer. Says, uh, you're one beauty. I don't get it. Like, you cut your hair, that's the only thing attractive about you. Like, you're one beauty. Oh, and you oh I, it. See, I see. And that's right in the book. And when she said it, got yeah. a huge laugh. Yeah. Still works. Midsummer's a funny lady. She's great. Big career. Keep an eye out for her. Hey, let's hear from Midsummer, everybody. Uh, her real name is Florence. P- <laughs> <laughs> I read a... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Your real name... <laughs> real name is Florence P.U. <laughs> not, not so great, Tom. I read a book. Uh, I started reading a book, Tom. Yeah, well, uh, enough about the silver screen. Let's hear about the printed page. The, 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 you're so proud of yourself after every sentence you say you have this triumphant look on your face like well I, I did it again another yeah. another spectacular sentence from from the twisted mind of Tom Reynolds <laughs> I'm looking at the back of you you have the book face down for some reason yeah <laughs> this is going to be a big reveal to me but is that an ad for the sequel to Holes Mud yeah don't miss uh, Fuzzy Mud oh Fuzzy Mud from the author of Newberry Award winner, New Newberry Medal winner, mm. holes. Now this is what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. This book read uh, won the John Newberry Medal. Yeah, for the I remember di- the when most... we were kids that they were th- they were handing those things out like candy. Yeah, for the like. most distinguished contribution to American literature for children. But then in all of history, yeah. But then it's published here. By Yearling Newberry. Oh, a little double dipping, huh? Yeah, right? Who's Yearling Newberry? The son? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems... Uh... You think when they give you that prize, they take the book? Maybe. Yeah, that like, sense. We'll be publishing this now. Yeah. Uh, Sam, this is a book, and it's for kids, and this is great. We should always do books for kids. I read uh, th- this episode. We'll ca- uh, we'll we'll cover chapters one through twelve of Holes, mm-hmm. 
and uh, took me eleven minutes to read. <laughs> God, it took me so long to get through Little Women. I know. I was so I was so like glad. Six hundred and fifty words or something crazy. Six hundred fifty uh, words. Pages. Yeah, so everybody should read along. If you haven't uh, started reading along, hey, pause this and uh, read it. It'll take you a few minutes. Well, you gotta go buy it first. My you book, can get you didn't it on have a to buy. Then you still have to buy it on a Kimball. My you can book, take you didn't it have from to the buy. Library. Then you still have to go to the library. You can get it on the on your Kindle from the library if they allow that. Mine does. Okay. Well, then why'd you buy this book? Because I am keeping a library of all the books, the podcast books, Tom, and we're going to do something with them at the end. You said you were going to give them out months ago. Yeah, I know, but I decided, (laughs) you know what? And I told you not to say that because I was like, how are you going to do it logistically? And I'm I'm still mulling it over. (laughs) I mean, I can tell you how you're going to have to do it logistically. It's going to require effort from you that I know you're not going to want to put in. What do you mean? What effort is it going to take? You're going to have to like run uh, a sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. Register with the government. Okay. And then mail it to somebody. I'm registered for sweepstakes already. <laughs> and then you're going to have to mail it to somebody. Yeah, that's fine. And they might be anywhere in the world, even Antarctica. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I recently um, got rid of a lot of my books and, and other media. Mm-hmm. I was mailing things yeah, left you're, and right. You're it was very no anti media lately. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was pleasant. I'll do that. Maybe we'll auction it all off for charity, Tom. What do you have against charity? <laughs> Depends on the charity, Tim. What charities are you against? <laughs> uh, the bad ones. Okay. Chapter one, Tom. Mm-hmm. Holes. In I my... know nothing about holes. Who's the author? Louis Sacker. Lou Sacker. Louis Sacks. Loose Ackers. It's an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> for what? <laughs> Not an acronym, an anagram? Yeah. For loose hackers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Makes sense. All right, so chapter one. Mm-hmm. Where uh, it all begins. Describes this camp, Tom. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're going to camp. This sounds like a lot of fun. Do you ever go to camp as a kid? Day camp, not overnight camp. I never went to overnight camp either. No. Apparently only Jewish kids did it. Yeah, I mean, on Long Island, there were a lot of Jewish overnight camps, but not non-Jewish overnight camps, I guess. Mm. We were raised Catholic. I don't think there were any Catholic overnight camps. No. Those so, are yeah. horrific, I bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. They're like, we're going to wake you up every hour to make sure you're not having bad, like, uh, sex dreams or yeah. whatever. And if you are, then, you know, you can punish yourself. All right. Camp Green Lake, Tom. That's where the, our story's taking place so far. Okay. Guess what? What are you picturing? Some sort of beautiful lake? Yeah, but it's full of algae. Yeah, nope. There's no lake there. It's all goddamn dried up. Oh, so it's like Salt Lake City. No, Salt Lake is is a lake that exists. What? Is it? Yeah. What about the salt flats? What am I? I'm thinking of the salt flats. Probably. Yeah. There's a lake. Is it salt water? Yeah. It's the Great Salt Lake. Oh, that Salt Lake. Is it one of the Great Lakes? <laughs> no. And why do they call it Great Salt Lake? Because it's... Is that a trademark infringement or something? Yeah, I don't know. Take it up with... Uh... Who has domain over... Dominion over the Great Mitt Lakes? Mitt Romney. No, that's Salt Lake. God damn it. <laughs> All 
Uh, no, it's all dried up, and there's no water within a hundred miles of this place. Not even for drinking. Nope. Uh, well, they have a little <laughs> bit there, but they like kind of <laughs> bust it. One in. bottle. Yeah, no, they have to. They have to ration it, right? So it's like in the desert. Yeah. Where is it? What state? I think California. Okay. Um, it's uh ninety-five degrees. But like over a hundred with the heat index, which you fucking love so much. There's no shade anywhere. There's just two trees, and there's one hammock under the trees. But all the people that are at Camp Green, like they can't, they can't uh, partake in the hammock. Why not? Oh, you'll see. Um, and then the other thing you have to watch out for when you're there: snakes, rattlesnakes, scorpions. Which which will do a number on you. It'll 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 put you down for. A My grandma days. got stung by a scorpion once. Really? She was moving a dish towel, and there was a goddamn scorpion hiding under there. And you know them with the tails. Whah! Got her. What happened to her? Her hand blew up like a balloon. Oh. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Then, right. like ten years later, she died. Unrelated, but. Uh, but the the thing you really got to watch out for is the yellow spotted lizard, Tom. If you get bitten by that, you're going to die. A slow, painful death. Every time. 100% of the time. That's false. What do you mean? The only venomous lizard is a kimono dragon. First of all, that is something that you learned when you were six <laughs> years old. Oh, and you're saying it's changed since then? Well, science has, has, has progressed. But also, Tom, what you have to understand is is this book is 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 telling a story. The Gila monster. That's what I'm thinking of. Not the Kimono dragon. Gila monster. Yeah. Gila monster. Gila monster. Venomous. All right. So in chat, it's not until chapter two that we meet uh, Stanley Yelnats, Tom. Okay. Uh, and uh, he's on his way to Camp Green Lake. But guess what? It's like a prison camp for boys. There are these uh, juvenile offenders? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, the judge told him, hey, you can go to Camp Green Lake or you can go to jail. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to take? And he's like, hell yeah, Camp Green Lake, man. Mm. That seems like fun. He's like, "Uh, as long as they don't have scorpions. Yeah. So uh, he's going on a bus. It's just him. It's it's a six-hour drive or nine-hour drive, I think. (laughs) Nine-hour drive. That's a long drive. Yeah. It's just him, a bus driver, and a guard mm-hmm. on a bus. Seems yeah. like a waste of resources. Well, right? and presumably it's like uh, like prison transport buses are usually the same type of buses as school buses, and that is not a thing you want to be sitting in for nine hours. The, yeah. the suspension on those things is horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's bumpy, mm-hmm. bumping it, like hell. Yeah, it's getting uh, getting all fucked up. And so he's like, uh, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm going to this this camp uh, because of my no good, dirty, rotten, pig stealing great great grandfather." Huh? Is this uh, like uh, North Korea where they make you like if you get in trouble, then it's like, well, we're gonna put your whole family in a detention camp? No. And here's the thing: the th- the great thing about uh, reading a kids' book <laughs> is that they say what they mean all the time. <laughs> yeah, like they say that, and it's like uh, he was kidding when he thought that. That was a joke amongst his family. 
uh, saying that that's that their family was cursed with bad luck. Oh, I see a bad luck curse. Yeah, um, that uh, that his great great grandfather stole a pig from a a gypsy, a, wh- a one legged gypsy. Mm-hmm. Which are we allowed to say that? I don't think so anymore. This book came out in 1998. I think this book is canceled. <laughs> yeah, might have skated right under the line. Yeah. Uh, but they put a curse on uh, that guy and his descendants. Yeah, it sounds like it worked. Yeah. Uh, Stanley's dad is an inventor. Do you have any idea who your great-great-grandparents were? No. I have zero idea of like anything about them. I know about my great-grandparents. Yeah, me too, like a little bit. But like one generation above that, no idea. But also they like- They could have been serial killers. Who cares? Right. Well, what do you give? A it fuck? could be interesting. It should. What's depressing to think about? I mean, neither of us have children, but it's depressing to think about. Like, oh, f- like three generations, nobody's going to remember me at all, That's or fine. have any inform any interest in me. Who gives a shit? Who cares what anybody remembers about you? Live How? your life, man. Live in the now. How? If one of my descendants comes across some kind of a spell to bring people back from the dead and they don't and I'm not on the short list of people to bring back, maybe man. I don't want to be brought back from the dead. Yeah, you want to be brought back from the dead? Ah, I bet my restful slumber. <sighs> Just an empty void. That's fine. You say that now, but once you're in that empty void, you'd be like, this is boring. Man, you get a lot of thinking done in an empty <laughs> void. Or up to me, I'd just stare all day. I remember when I... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my wife will, will call me out and make fun of me because I'm just looking out the window <laughs> for like 20, 25 minutes at a time. All I want to do is like, look, just stare. Wow. <laughs> you're a simple man with simple... Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a kid asking like very, very young, like, uh, interrogating my parents about like, how come I don't remember anything from before I was born? Yeah. Were they just like, I don't know. I forget what kind of answers they they gave me. Wise ass, like, uh, Calvin's dad stuff. Yeah, probably. Because like, the aliens wiped your no, your no, not like memory that. Memory afterwards. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Is any wonder that Calvin, uh, you know, grew up to be such a terror? Calvin's dad was just like, I just want to ride my bike. <laughs> well, you and just want to scare. To my kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, my kid comes up to me. I'd be like, Look, the, Papa's staring out the window right <laughs> Papa's. now. Papa's gazing. But when people when people talk about uh, my kids are gonna call me Papa. When people talk about like ah, uh, uh, when you die, you Call know, my wife Marmy, <laughs> there can't. When you die, how could it be nothing? How can that exist? And then when uh, people that believe that say, "Well, what what happened before you were born?" What <laughs> are you talking about? I got distracted by the cans of beer we're drinking because these have the Great Lakes on them. All right, Stanley Yelnats. Uh, you'll notice Yelnats is Stanley spelled backwards. Yeah. And uh, 
Stanley that we know is he's the fourth Stanley. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a joke within the family. It's like the last name is Stanley spelled backwards, so they, they make uh, Stanley the, 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 the first name. But I'd hate to be born into any family with a running joke. Well, they have bad luck. And his dad's an inventor, and what he's currently trying to do is invent uh, a way to get rid of old sneakers. Yeah, this is very kids book esque. What do you mean? That's like a problem that kids think yeah. is a problem. And they have they have uh they have bad luck for generations. Like his great grandfather was robbed by some lady or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Um he gets there, he gets to camp mm-hmm. and it's just like a friggin' desert. There's no there's no lake. We uh, don't know what the offense was that sent him. To not yet, sp- Tom. Okay. I'm getting to it. Yeah, I'm I spinning a yarn here. Uh, you know what? People said when I when I was uh, talking about interview with a vampire, mm-hmm. I, I talked too much about the book. So maybe I'll skip over a lot of the stuff here. I got no criticisms for Little Women. People said that I did as good, if not better, of a job than Greta Gerwig. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Reinterpreting that story for a new generation. So he gets he gets to Camp Green like juvenile correctional facility and there's this dickhead there called Mr. Sir. And Mr. Sir is just like, ah, uh, you thirsty? And Stanley's like really fucking thirsty. And he's like, Well, you better get used to it, because you're gonna be thirsty. Yeah. He had to he had to strip nude and Mr. Sir had to uh, <laughs> examine him to make sure he wasn't bringing in any contraband. Um And then they have a very complicated jumpsuit situation. He gets an orange jumpsuit and Mm -hmm. uh, an orange T-shirt and underwear, I guess. And he's to wear that when he's working. Mm -hmm. Then he has an identical pair uh, set of that that he has to wear in leisure time. Okay. And then every three days they do laundry so he washes his work clothes and his leisure clothes become become his his work clothes. clothes. Yeah, Uh, that makes sense though. Because yeah. you don't want to be l- l- leisuring. <laughs> yeah, lounging around. Lounging. In your God, that's the word. Yeah. Uh, in in your dirty work clothes. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, to me, that was my favorite part of the book, thinking about <laughs> the laundry situation. Okay. Uh, so uh, Mr. Sir's like, here's the deal. Every day you got to dig a hole. You go out into the desert. We wake you up at 430. <sighs> we give early. you some shitty breakfast. Mm-hmm. You go out, you have to dig a hole. Uh, the shovel is five feet long. It's a long shovel. So you need to uh, dig a hole that's five feet deep and five feet in circumference. So you can measure with your with your shovel. With the shovel, yeah. When you're done, if you finish, you know, at 6 a.m., you're done for the day. Huh. You go, and the rest of the day, it's when you're yours. done with the hole, you're done for, for, for yourself. Yeah, but you, every day. You can walk around. Try and get stung by a scorpion or exactly. bit by a lizard. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, you'll notice Mr. Sir's kind of a dick. He's mm-hmm. one of these guys. And he's like, there's no guards. There's no fences. You want to fucking run away? Run away. Uh, I have this gun here. I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to waste a bullet on you. Which wow. I'd be relieved if somebody said they were going to waste a bullet on me. <laughs> um, but he's like, there's no, relieved, there's no water for a hundred. You'd be relieved, but you'd also be like, well, that's rude. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Sir's rude. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, another thing he says, like, if you find anything while you're digging, 
let me know. Mm. And if you find something interesting, you don't have to finish your hole that day. Huh. Um, there's a lot of obvious foreshadowing <laughs> in this right. book. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go quicker, Tom. Okay. Uh, he's like, yeah, if you run away, like, fine, you'll die out there. So like, look, just dig a hole, and then you have the rest of the day yourself. There's this disgusting rec room that you can hang out in with uh, the other delinquents. Probably no AC in there. Uh, no, there's a hole in the wall with a fan in front of it, but we'll learn about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, he goes, he gets assigned to a tent. There's tents A through F, A, B, C, D, E, F, six tents. <laughs> He's in tent D, um, and the guy that oversees his tent is this guy uh, may, named uh, Pen, uh, Mr. Pendansky. Okay. And he's like, you can remember my name because it's three words. Pen, dance, ski. Key. Key? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's got a trick to their last names, huh? Why? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, he's like, hey, Nobody's like, you're going to uh, sleep here. My name's Mr. Smith, and you can remember that because it's a very common name. He's like, here are the other guys in your bunk, and he, he like calls them by their real names, but they're like, those aren't our names. My name's X-Ray. This here is Squid. Um, and I'm Cockroach. <laughs> you're going to take uh, the the cot that belonged to Barf Bag, but he, he uh, left. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Magnet, Armpit, and Zigzag. And then there's also this kid, Zero, that's like a uh, a real... Uh, Zero. He's a zero. He he's like he never is smiles. Billy Corgan. He's little. Oh, by the way, Stanley is overweight. I think that's going to come into it okay. at some point, and he's embarrassed about his weight. Mm-hmm. Um, how overweight? Uh, pretty overweight. Okay. Uh, th- there's an anecdote in there that they were teaching ratios in class, mm-hmm. and his teacher picked the biggest kid in the class and the smallest kid in the class, uh. weighed them. And essentially, it was like, hey, look, Stanley to this kid is a ratio of three to one. Well, that's incredibly yeah. <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> yeah. And Stanley was like, adults don't even realize when they're being, but it's like, well, that teacher should have known that yeah. they were being hurtful. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that's what happens. Uh, armpit uh, fights with, with Stanley a little bit because Stanley mm. is like, how do I get water in armpit? Like through them or something? <laughs> it's like this way. Anyway, the the water is limited there, so they can only uh, they can only shower for four minutes a day, and there's no heat. There's no hot water or anything. Right, but it's uh, hot all the time. Right? Exactly. So it's probably nice having yeah. a nice cold shower. So it's four minutes. It it comes on, turns off automatically. Everybody has to shower together. Nope. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, I would hate it. I mean, that seems nice. At least <laughs> no, you you'd a... like to read about that. Bunch of boys <laughs> showering together. No, I wouldn't like to read about that. Tim, having to take showers in like gym class, I'm surprised it doesn't still give me nightmares. Not like I even had anything like abnormal that I was hiding or whatever, but like I just didn't want to be nude in front of people. Yeah. Nowadays, no problem. I went to that Korean spa. Walking around in the buff, uh, no problem. In front of guys, I wouldn't want to do it in front of women. Why not? Because then they'd be like, look. <laughs> what would the next sentence be? Look at what? 
Look at everything. It doesn't work well together. So Stanley reveals why he's in there um, at, at dinner that night. Uh-huh. He's like, I, I stole shoe, a pair of sneakers, and I stole it from Clyde Sweetfeet Livingston, who in this world is uh, a famous baseball player. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and everybody, and he didn't. He's like, I'm innocent. I didn't do it. Like, uh, And we know that he's innocent. But Clyde but, railroaded, him, railroaded him. Pretty much, yeah. No. The here's the story about the sneakers. Sounds like they were regular. going up for a charity auction. Clyde was an orphan, and it was to benefit the orphanage. Uh, the, he was selling his sneakers. Uh, they were expected to sell for five thousand dollars, and that money was going to go to the the orphanage. Uh huh. But the sneakers got stolen. Ah. And then uh, Stanley got caught with the sneakers. But all the kids there, like at, at, at all the juvenile delinquents, are like, "Bullshit! You didn't steal that guy's sneakers." Yeah. And and Stanley notices the irony of like, "I didn't steal." Yeah, his and sneakers. I told them that I did, and they didn't believe me. And I told the judge that I didn't, and he didn't believe me. Wow. Cripes. Um, he was bullied by a, a small kid named Derek back at his school. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh oh! Here, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. He got bullied by this small kid, and he was walking home from school. And he walked o- under a freeway, and the sneakers fell out of the sky and hit him. A likely story. And uh, he was like, "Oh, my dad is working on a thing to recycle old sneakers to get rid of old sneakers. I'll bring these home." So he brought them home to be helpful. And then suddenly he got caught with them, and. You know what? That judge was right to throw the book at him. That's uh. Well, or, Stanley realizes like I should have lied a little bit and not and said that I saw them lying on the ground and I picked them up. He should have just left them. But his dad is an inventor, you see, what and they're the poor. Hell is he inventing? They're poor, Tom. Yeah, because his dad's he an needs idiot. a win inventing dumb shit nobody needs. So digging the hole is difficult for for what did he invent? Off? Uh, here's the way to get rid of old sneakers. It's a fire pit. Yeah, we'll see in the fucking Shia LaBeouf movie exactly how it works. It's not going to happen in the book. <laughs> I'm, I'm not holding out hope <laughs> for it. Um, it. It sucks digging the hole, and everybody's like, ah, the first hole is the hardest one. <laughs> That's um, what I've always heard. Yeah, because it takes a long time, because everybody else finishes. He sees them finish. Yeah, well, they like, know what they're doing. They're doing it, because everybody's there for, like I think, 18 months. Yeah, so they figured out the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we learn a little about it, about his great great grandfather. He was okay. He fell in love with a with a fourteen year old girl when he was fifteen. Ooh, when he was oh, fifteen, okay. And then, uh, then this was uh, in Latvia, okay. centuries ago, right, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a long time ago. Uh, the guy's name was Elia, and the girl's name was Myra. Fuck, this is too much detail. <laughs> um. And Myra's dad was like, "Is that hey. where Doctor Doom's from?" Yeah, and, and Myra's dad was just like, "When you turn fifteen, I'm gonna marry you off." And so Elia's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go propose to her." Um, and then uh, this fifty-seven-year-old guy also came, uh, Igor, uh, and he's like, oh, "I want to marry this girl." And the dad was like, "Uh," and Igor was like, uh, "I'm fifty-seven, but I'll give you her dad, this big pig." Right. And uh, in exchange, and the dad was like, okay, ma- hey, 14-year-old, marry this 57-year-old. But uh, Elia, the, the Stanley's great-great-grandfather, was mm-hmm. like, wait, no, what if I do something? And, like, yeah. 
And then he gets, uh, he goes to the old gypsy woman, and yeah. she gives him this little pig, and she's like, "Carry this pig up the mountain every day for the next, I think, like six months." That's a long time. Yeah, it's it's how long the the girl had to turn until she was fifteen to be married. Oh, off. I see. He's like, and have it drink from this stream every day, um, and it will get bigger and bigger, and by the time uh, you're done. Uh, it will it'll be the be biggest bigger pig. Than that old yeah, it'll pig. be the yeah. And he's like, "Well, how will I carry it up every day?" And he's like, "Well, it'll get heavier every day, mm-hmm. but you'll get stronger every day, so you'll be able to carry it." But here's the thing: you have to do it every day, and then at the end of it, you have to carry me up there, and I want to drink <laughs> from the stream. And he's like, "Sure, you old crazy batty old lady. Yeah. I'll do this if by the last day what you said checks out. Yeah, I'll carry you up." Too. And he does it. He do, he brings the pig up every day. He has a drink from the water, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, the water, and and sure enough, the pig gets huge, and he gets fucking ripped. He's jacked. <laughs> yeah. He's swole, and uh, he the the very last day, he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna bring it up there. I'm just gonna bring it to." Oh, come on, Myra. man. Yeah, we're just like. What kind of fucking asshole? You, you did. You went this far. Go over yeah. the finish line. And then, uh, idiot. He brings the pig there, and he deserved to get. And cursed. Myra's dad is like, "Hey, the pigs are exactly the same size. I can't choose which one. We'll let Myra decide." Well, how about the one that's fifteen and not fifty-seven? Yeah, and Myra comes out, and she's like, "How am I supposed to choose?" Yeah. And he's like, she's like, the pig, the pigs weigh exactly the same. And probably the old guy's like, I, I can buy you beer. Yeah, and then and uh, cigarettes. And she goes, uh, she goes, uh, all right, uh, here's how we'll do it. I'm, I'm thinking a number between one and ten. Guess. Really? And the old man guesses a number, and uh, uh, Elia or whatever the the the, the great great grandfather is just like, fuck this, fuck you, I'm I'm getting out of here. And he leaves, and he goes to America, um, but he never. Uh, carries the old lady up the the hill. The hill, and she said, if he didn't do that, she would curse all of his descendants. Is this where that uh, four non blonde song came from? Go on, trying to get up that great big hill of sorrow, of restitution. <laughs> you don't know any of the words <laughs> of that song. Then there's a chapter where they just say the, it's yellow the same spotted, hill they're talking about, right? The yellow spotted lizard is very dangerous and it will kill you. And nobody's ever gotten close enough to see it without getting killed by it. Wow. Um, Stanley goes back to camp. He's done digging his first hole. Stan which Lee makes a cameo in Tom, this. Tom, <laughs> I really want this to end. <laughs> we need to get through this. I regret taking so much time explaining in detail. <laughs> you're drunk. Tom, you're drunk, correct? A little. How many beers have you had? Four. <laughs> All right. Uh, he goes back to the rec room. Oh, b- b- digging the hole was, was horrific and, and arduous. He goes back and he gets to hang out in this shitty rec room where everything's broken. There's a broken TV. Uh, the furniture is missing a leg or whatever. Everybody's hanging out there, and some kid tries to start a fight with him. And they were like, "Don't mess with the caveman. The caveman's cool, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then at the end, Stan- Stanley realizes that the kids are calling him caveman, oh. and that they respect him. Yeah, that's not a bad nickname to have. Yeah, uh, and the kids are all like, oh, "It gets easier." Except the second hole is harder than the first hole, and the second hole is harder than the first hole. The third hole is harder than the f- the second. That's hole. the opposite of what we yeah were previously exactly. Told. But eventually, it'll it'll. And uh, d- d- when he's digging the second hole, 
mm-hmm. he finds a fossilized fish thing. He finds a fossil. He's like, shit, cool. I can stop digging. I'm going to, I'm going to like flag this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're not interested in that. Yeah. Fish fossil. Not, yeah. Who cares? Um, oh, and there's the warden. We haven't, the warden we haven't met yet, but he oversees everything. Yeah. Shadowy He's not figure. Mr. Sir, but he's the warden. Um, and then X-Ray comes up to him. X-Ray, uh, has been there the longest and he's like, Hey, by the way, man, I'm in charge here. Like I line up, I get my food first. I get everything first. And Stanley's mm-hmm. like, fair enough. Like yeah, there's whatever. a hierarchy, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, I've never found anything while digging. If you ever find anything while digging, give it to me. Well, that's where I draw the line. Sir. And Stanley was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and Stanley's like, I should get in with, with X-Ray. Yeah. Basically X-Ray is running shit. Um. Oh, also, all the boys call that guy Pendansky. They call him Mom. Not important. <laughs> um, and then uh, Mr. Pendansky's like a nice guy, and he's like, "What do you guys want to do when you get out of here? Like, uh-huh. think about your life. We're gonna build you up. We're gonna give you discipline." And they talk to uh, Zero, mm-hmm. and Zero's just like, "I like digging holes, man." Yeah, I want. I want to dig holes yeah. once I get out of here. And that's it. That's that's where we left off. <laughs> that's a weird. That's how a chapter ends. Yeah, it's like digging holes, man. I mean, there each chapter is like anywhere from one paragraph to two pages long. <laughs> yeah, I guess twelve chapters. That was uh, really rip through them. Yeah, this rules. We should always read kids' books. The next time I want to read the Velveteen Rabbit. <laughs> 25 years of my life is still trying to get up that great big hill of hope. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. For a destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did I say? Consternation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Something along those lines. Close enough. Um, What do you think of this book so far? I fucking love it. Besides being... Do you love it just because it's easy to read? Um, No, I think it's interesting. This um, book, we were talking earlier, this book was a little bit after our time. Yeah. Like, this came out, by the time this came out, we were no longer the target audience. Right. By by just a, a hair, a few years. Well, it's 98, so I was 16. So, like, uh, this is probably for 10 to 13-year-olds. Yeah, so a few years. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, three years younger. Yeah. It was who this was for. And I never understood Shia LaBeouf. I was never like that guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't know that this, that this was like that seminal of a book for a lot of people yeah. because uh, I'm surprised Marika, who is gritting her teeth through this. And no, I think she's probably a... too young for it. <laughs> that, you know, by the time. I uh, thought I thought she'd be like, oh, I'm going to have so much to say about this and I'm going to be like giving you mean looks the whole time but now she's giving us mean looks because we're going on for so long yeah we're interrupting her playing the nintendo switch while we record oh yeah why don't you bring your switch really she hasn't played it in a year if you couldn't hear that off mic wow i asked for breath of the wild for christmas and nobody got it for me zelda breath of the wild because why why didn't they get it for you I don't know. I asked my mom for it. Oh, I thought you said your mom was like, ah, they'll rot your brain or something. Oh, yeah. She was just like, video games, Tim, really? (laughs) Come on. Yeah. It's a great game. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm enjoying the book. Um, There is some weird, there's some dumb foreshadowing. Like, I forget which kid came up to Stanley and was like, those sneakers 
they didn't have an X on the back of them by any chance. It's like, okay, this kid stole stole the sneakers and threw right, them off yeah. the overpass, and we're gonna learn that, and we're gonna learn that they're digging holes to find something for, that the warden needs. Sneakers. Yeah, sneakers. But look, it, the the book says what it means, and I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. For kids, you really gotta bash them over the head with that kind of thing. You like bashing kids over the head with things, right? <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Thank you for being a patron and uh, supporting not only this show, but our other show, if you haven't heard about it, called The Complete Guide to Everything. And uh, until next week, keep reading. Tom, why did you, you said uh, you didn't you didn't want to read this book. Why? It wasn't my week to read. No, you said you already knew everything you need to know about holes. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you.